1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a big weekend across Scottish football Celtic stay within four points of Rangers after a 3-0 win at Dundee United Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's winning start continues with a comfortable 3-0 victory against Dundee Hearts and Aberdeen were the other big winners in the top flight And there were two managerial casualties down the leagues
2: as well I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Andy Halliday And Hugh Kevens. It looks ominous For the rest of the top six When Celtic and Rangers Are in the kind of form They showcased Over the weekend Awesome The pair of them A mighty gap Could open up Between Glasgow And the rest of the country Unless Hearts and Motherwell Can rubbish that argument When they play the old firm This weekend Motherwell have Tony Watt The top goalscorer In the Premiership After his goal against Hibs And he'll be there for the game against Celtic and hearts of Craig Gordon The best goalkeeper in the Premiership By a distance He was just ridiculously good yesterday
3: Mr Halliday Absolutely And you've got to say one thing When you you look at goalkeepers the top ones How many points do do they win you at the end of the season As it stands we are third in the league And a lot of that's got to go down to Craig Gordon At the weekend I thought it was exceptional
1: and enough about your team, what about the rest of the football at the weekend? Were you happy with what you witnessed? Good standard, good talking points across the piece?
3: Yep, it's like Hugh says, I think I always see December as one of the biggest months. I think the, it's the same amount of points that are, that are on show, but there's that, there's that many number of games. I think you you start to see a sort of more settled league position towards the end of it. And you've got to say, like you said, the, the form that Rangers and Celtic are on just now, you can just see them starting to sort of pull away. But we done our job First away win since August So it was a massive one For us as well
1: I don't know if he's given anything away there Hugh mm. Evans, But at this time on a
2: Monday You two have to come up With some awards Result of the weekend From you first Well I'll go Dundee United nil no Celtic 3 Celtic without Jota Stephen Welsh Anthony Ralston And uh, people thinking beforehand This might tell against Celtic Best performance Of the season From Ange Postacoglu's team Okay Andy Go on then Are you even asking? <sighs> go on <laughs> give, give us your Try and justify it to us
3: I don't think There'll be many opportunities Throughout a season Where Three teams below You all lose Or drop points So you you know Going into the game With the beauty of having the game On this Sunday That a win today Is a five point swing And like I said When, when we haven't won An away game since August The odds are pretty much Stacked against us And Probably even bigger for me is I don't think we've won ugly yet I think that's the first time this season You can actually see a Hearts team That have played poorly Probably didn't deserve to win But Ground out what we say The best clubs in the world do When they win championships And, and, and win a game ugly And I think that's the first time we've done that
1: Okay I'll give you that Reluctantly uh, Picking your own team I mean Hugh Kevins What's yeah. the world
2: coming to Your goal of the weekend? Well I was going to make it Tommy Rogic But Andy came in and said no you've got to let me have that one <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a great gesture from a former Rangers player so I have gone for Tony Watt top goal scorer in the Premiership with nine this guy has had a great season so far you won't get any arguments from me on that one Andy Halliday he's
1: stolen your thunder as well yeah. goal of the weekend
3: there could be a few people fainting on the other side <laughs> of the wireless here, but yeah Tom Rodgick. I think I um, always it was going to be a clean slate for a lot of players when Ange Postacoglu came in. I thought there was uh, no more than, than a fellow countryman in Tom Roger that was going to get a real rejuvenation from the new manager. And I think he showed all his qualities in that goal alone. First touch was excellent. Uses his body well to shield off the first tackle. Slalom's in between three, three defenders and Curly slots into the top corner. So a well-deserving goal of the weekend.
1: I've got an internal bet on with myself about what... Incident, one of you is going to go for yes. your howler
2: of the weekend. I'm going to give a joint award to the referee Don Robertson at Tana Dice. Yes, just won, won myself a tenner against and myself. Also uh, to Callum Butcher because he would just come back after a suspension uh, for. Uh, Choose how your words carefully. I, yeah, how can yeah. I put it? There's for, a playground description of
1: that, that I don't want you to mention for, on the family
2: show. But. For leaving one on Aberdeen's Christian Ramirez, he comes on. We're trying to have a game of football here. We don't don't need Unarmed combat How David Turnbull Avoided serious injury I will never know So Joint award Don Robertson And Callum Butcher And your howler of the weekend Andy What have you gone for?
3: Well I don't like saying it But I think it's got to be Falkirk You know We've seen a lot of them uh, On social media And the news for, For a number of A number of weeks now And to lose 6-0 in any domestic game uh, And against Queen's Park And ultimately uh, It leads to Paul Sheeran losing his job And them falling down to 5th in the table Yep, absolutely
1: good... Won't argue with any of them You've done well You two, oh one four-one nine five one one oh two five Or at ClydeSSB on Twitter Give us a call Let us know what is on your mind Great weekend of action I know we had one fixture down Due to the weather Uh, But we had a lot of good football A lot of big talking points So pick up the phone 01419511025 Let's kick off shall we By starting yesterday At Tanadice We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu As you might have predicted He was pretty happy Celtic running out 3-0 winners up there There were big talking points There were good goals Lots of incident to get through Let's hear what the manager Had on his mind regarding Tom Rogic And the performance Yesterday,
4: Tommy has been fantastic for us, but probably just lacked um, that little bit of uh, ruthlessness in front of goals with his play previously. So great for him to get a, a fantastic goal. When he gets the ball, um, you know, put down your phone, stop eating and drinking and just watch because something will happen, you know. And it's not just his technique, but he's just a strong player. He's very hard to knock off the ball, you know. they to be fair, Dundee United, especially in the middle of the park, are, are, are quite a strong physical team. You know, they shut teams down. It's not an easy pitch to, to do that. But I've always enjoyed coaching Tommy. You know, for, coaching for for a number of years now with national team, and even as a manager, I get excited when, when he's out there playing his football.
1: Kevin's a Celtic fan. First up, what about yesterday, Kevin? How are you doing? All right. Good, thank you. Good.
5: Um, uh, yesterday was uh, outstanding. I was just think your producer guy there. I thought that was the best ninety minutes. In terms of attacking, we've seen for Celtic last season. We've been outstanding for the past 10 games or so. Where, you know, it's been Only, only the, the German team beat us twice in the last, I don't know, is it 15, 16 games or something like that. So we've been on for but that was the best performance overall I've seen um, probably this season. Away from home against the fourth best side in the country. There was, was no bad. it was it was, it, was it, could, it could have been seven or eight easy. She probably should have been Sigrist again, a guy that I, I kind of wanted us to sign in the someone to be fair. But, um, saved us saved us skin a few times, but my main point was.
1: Well, we'll get to that. Listen, there's lots of lots of time. You can make more than one point. No problem with that at all on this show. Um, what in particular was so good about it, Kevin? I know I'm being very simplistic here and talking about score lines, but Celtic obviously have won a couple of six nils. Uh, There have been some other impressive performances. Why was that one the standout for you yesterday? Because
5: we were relentless. Every time the ball went to anywhere near the midfield, whether it was McGregor, Turnbull or Rogic, any time it got to the middle of the park and we were facing Dundee United up, you thought it was going to be a goal. Or you knew it was at least going to lead to a chance. It was just, it was relentless. The Dundee United boys must have been shattered by the end of the game. They must have been shattered halfway through. Because we we just never we never let up, and that's what was so impressive. We've seen it for Celtic this season, where you know you get an outstanding 45 minutes, and then maybe a shaky second 45, and maybe they've got a wee bit tired, or maybe 55, 60 minutes. But yesterday, that was the full 90 minutes. It was just relentless pressure on Dundee United, chance after chance. It was outstanding. You know, chances missed, but also again the the big keeper. He had a a, a brilliant game as well So it was just relentless
2: High praise Hugh Although I think we tend to agree Yeah I thought it was such a big result On so many levels First of all Dundee United at Tannidise They beat Rangers there Earlier in the season Dundee United Who at kick-off Had more shutouts Than anybody else In the Premiership Uh, Celtic Who were minus Jota Ralston And Welsh uh, and had uh, a busy night of it against Andy's Hearts uh, on Thursday uh, So you were not expecting the kind of display that Celtic delivered It was, as Kevin said, relentless, remorseless, use any word you like And I think the the, the Tom Rogic goal set the tone It's a goal of such terrific quality that it galvanises or further galvanises Celtic and Dundee United just it's as well the sun was shining because they were literally chasing shadows all day. I mean, Andy, it shows you how good the Rogic goal was that Turnbull's goal's
1: not really getting a looking. Yeah. Because in any other day, the pass, the first touch, the, the kind of balance and awareness that then comes after to provide the finish, that would get talked about in, in most other games, but he's almost been overshadowed by Rogic's goal.
3: Yeah, it's fantastic. And I don't think it's I don't think it's something you see. Enough of with David Tumble. I think he's got great legs for a centre midfield play. He's got an eye for a shot at goal from from outside the box. But maybe just lacking that awareness to run in behind and create space for himself. When you've got the likes of Callum McGregor and Tom Roger behind you, they can find their passes. But there's one thing. There's no doubt in his quality when he does get in front of a goal. I think does he mean it? I'm not too sure. But regardless, it's a great first touch and the awareness to try and follow it up and and score the score the second. But you know, we've we've, we've mentioned Tom Roger in that goal at the weekend. What impressed me most was his work rate off the ball. I think that's something that We've sort of debated about Tom Roger over the last three, four years. I think everyone sees his quality and possession. I don't think that's there's any doubt in that. But I think Ange Postacoglu's side are really starting to to play the, the way he wants his team to play. Out of possession, be aggressive to try and win it back as high up with pitching as quickly as possible. And I thought Tom Roger typified that the weekend.
1: You've played against him. Is he... <laughs> The sort of strength that, that he has is that something that maybe is overlooked from the outside. I mean, how could we possibly know? Yeah. You, you you almost assume that well, he's a flair player. If you like, you know, he's, he's got a nice touch and he's got nice technique. But I, I'm assuming he's particularly strong on the ball to do those yeah. things that he does.
3: Well, he's six foot three for a start, and he's and he's pretty broad, and that's why I mentioned. I thought you've seen all his qualities within that mm. goal because his first touch is great. On the half turn, takes him uh, away from the defender, but he's got the the awareness of mind to get his body in front and and doesn't allow Dundee United. Uh, prepared to get back and make a challenge. He's very, he's a strong boy, but I think it's his mind more than anything. He knows how to use his body really well.
1: Uh, Kevin, what was your other point? I've got a funny feeling it might revolve around a certain tackle on David Turnbull.
5: I, I, I did not I, I missed the start of the show, so um, I don't know what the Howler of the week is, but it must have been that challenge on Turnbull and the Howler of the week should have went to the linesman and the fourth official for that game. No, the ref- I don't blame the referee whatsoever because of the angle he's at. It's not his fault. That's where he's relying on his linesman and his fourth official to help him out. That was the worst challenge this season. Leg breaker. And you don't even need to slow it down. You can see it at full pace in the replay, the Replay how high and out of control that boy was. Um, was It's absolutely disgusting. and How he get away with that is unreal. And this is a young boy coming through, a young Scottish boy. His season could have been finished yesterday. You know what I mean? And that's I think we need Varin and we need it in quick. Um, I know there was controversy about Kyogo's goal during the week, fair enough, fair play, if he was offside, he was offside, fair enough But I would rather have it in for challenges like that that can end people's careers when, Because the referees need help, because they're not getting it after linesmen and their fourth officials
1: uh, I mean, you're right, Kevin, Hugh Keevans did pick it as his howler of the weekend, so you're alright, right. You're, you're in agreement with him I don't know how that makes you feel Andy, <laughs> we've not had your view on that yet
3: yeah, it's, uh, listen, it's not pretty whatsoever. Um, you know, it's like Kevin says that it's the last thing you want to see in football because we've, we've spoke so highly of David Tumbo over the last 18 months and what he's brought to the Celtic side. And it doesn't. You know I, I agree with Kevin it, it, it looks bad straight away Even in live uh, And in live that's quite flow. telling what, isn't it Because we always focus yeah, on the but watching replays. the replay Is 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 really really ugly I mean it ticks every box That a referee's looking at and It's excessive force It's high It's reckless Endangering and David, opponent And David boxes. very very fortunate I know standard, that neither of you injury.
2: Neither of you were born in the 1970s Oh for goodness sake That was a tackle <laughs> from the 1970s You know As I say We don't need unarmed combat We're trying to run a game of football here and that that was just mm. as graceful Interesting
1: tactic from Kevin Which I'm not against I'm just saying it's interesting Because we tend to We find it easier to just blame refs for everything Refs even get the blame of offside decisions That they obviously can't really give But Kevin thinks The ref could have been helped The assistant he feels had a better view it certainly looks like it was close to the fourth official yeah, Extremely fourth close for, Fourth well, official
3: is the one for me because that,
1: they're mic'd up The whole point is that they're meant to communicate
3: Yeah, and uh, yeah, fourth, fourth official definitely is the one for me Because when you watch the replay He has a clear sight of the tackle uh, You can even argue that uh, uh, Listen, I think the linesman should see it But you can even argue that he mm. doesn't quite have the same The same angle that the fourth official does But to be honest I still think the referee could see that uh, I mean, it was yeah, that yeah. high
2: like the SFA are on the case now Well they here's are. the thing I was going to I was going to bring
1: that up And I, We've not had to go down This route in a while Let's do it Let's remind ourselves I'll get my, my script out From last season I don't even have one By the way But I'll replay what I used to say There used to be this idea That if you were booked That was the you end of the That was the end of the matter Then I think we all Realised We all learned That there were certain instances When you can If the referee Sees the incident But later When asked Says that he didn't see The full incident Or didn't see the part of the incident Which would constitute a red card It can be actioned by the compliance officer It would go to a panel of three former referees And if they unanimously agree It should have been a red Then it can be upgraded However, understandably Lots of people And Fraser Wishart was big on this On, on behalf of the players from from the PFA Lots of people felt that the constant Re-refereeing of games the constant looking at these instances and and always you know often upgrading yellows to reds was a little bit harsh. So the new compliance officer still can do that, uh-huh. but he looks at things a little bit differently. I think that the test this season has become a little bit stricter. So now we're only really going to see that happen—a yellow turned into a red—if it's a proper exceptional one, yeah. one that everybody, no matter what team you support, no matter how you see these things, everyone would look at it and almost cringe and say. That's horrible That That's out of the ordinary And I wonder if we might have our first one of the season, Hugh That's why you've not seen any
2: yet this season But I wonder if we're going to have our first one I think it's unavoidable uh, It is so obvious um, it, it doesn't matter to me whether it's the referee, the fourth official uh, The assistant referee, whoever it, it is blatantly obvious that it's a terrible tackle There's always a wee bit of humour Even in the darkest situation Go back and watch it again There's somebody on the Dundee United bench Who jumps up to claim something for Dundee United Or ball mm.
3: Yeah I do, I, I, listen, you don't you, you don't get me praising the, the governing bodies much But I do think that's really important because I think the fact if you can go back and re-referee numerous tackles I think there's just too much of a grey area Where maybe mm. 70% of the public think it's a red card You can then go and upgrade that And we don't want to see that You don't want to see players getting sanctioned mm. every week and, and missing out in game time at the weekend But I don't think there can be much argument for that one at the weekend. We
1: have to be fair, though. You know, as fans, I think most people said previously, like this is happening too often and it's getting a bit out of control. If the ref sees it, he sees it. Um, so now we have to bear that in mind. We can't then go back on that when it doesn't go in our team's favour. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that that's the way they're going to try and approach it this season. They should be applauded for that. That it's only going to be in exceptional circumstances. But what are exceptional circumstances, and do we have them here? I mean, Kevin mentions VAR, I, I don't, I think we've been over this many times, we will still debate decisions on VAR for sure. You better believe but, it. But, but can we agree that if we had VAR, that, that would have been a red card? That's not one that, That's not that goes debate. the other way, is not it? Not how, how, the could, weekend?
2: how could anybody, yeah. having another look at it on VAR, come up with any other conclusion? And so far as the SFA and the rules are concerned, it is what Andy, uh, growing up in Govan, and I, grew up in Partick, would have known as force majeure
1: oh yeah absolutely I've heard Andy say that a few times actually I remember that from back in the day Kevin thank you 01419511025 if you want to hear from Giovanni van Bronckhorst and Derek and Govan well we'll do that next
0: you are the voice of Scottish football call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Andy Halliday and Hugh Keevens are here 01419511025 Or Twitter at ClydeSSB Now I'm not saying I'm not looking forward right, To hearing more of the sparkling football insight From you two Uh But what I'm really looking forward to tonight What was I saying all last week We were giving away the mini The brand new 71 plate Mini electric It's worth over 26 grand And someone out there is going to win it Tonight, on this show oh. For a £5 donation to Cash for Kids How good does that sound? Well you won't have to wait too much longer I think we'll do it just after 7 o'clock We will call the lucky winner Never know Hugh Keevens. They might even come by and, and give you a lift home When Andy Halliday ditches you No, no, no I, I, I have faith in Andy Halliday
3: By the way, I, I, I entered that So I'll have my phone next to me Just in case it starts
1: ringing <laughs> That'll be a good drama When we have to tell him that he's not allowed to win Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones uh, so much other Cash for Kids stuff To get through I cannot explain How grateful we are uh, For your efforts Over the weekend In particular So we'll get to that A bit later on Let's hear from Giovanni van Bronckhurst Rangers stay four points clear After beating Dundee In comfortable fashion He's delighted With the defensive record Since he arrived He is confident In their attacking ability As well But likes the, the foundation They've got to build on
6: Well I'm very pleased Because it's also uh, A thing we want to have As a team You know The Defensive, uh, very solid, don't give any chances away. And uh, also at home, you know, because you know, they will wait for the chances they will get. But uh, I think today we did uh, we did really well in, in defending, uh, you know, those areas. So uh, very happy uh, also with the defensive performance. And I think uh, if we can uh, improve like this, you know, being very uh, stable in, in, in defense and, and create, you know, very... Very uh, big chances, you know, because I think we're very dynamic up front with a lot of speeds, with a lot of clever runs. Um, so uh, that makes only the chance to, to win games only higher.
1: Comfortable, routine, and those are the types of words that describe Rangers' game at the weekend?
3: Yeah, extremely comfortable. I thought it was just sustained pressure for for the majority of the game. Uh, Rangers' defensive line and, and across the pitch pretty solid. Only allowed a couple of chances that I can remember. Uh, McMullen flashing one that Alan McGregor's got to tip round the post and, and uh, Lee Griffiths having a shot deflected off the post as well but out with that I mean if, if Fashion Sakala and Alfredo Morelos had their goal scoring boots on at the weekend I could have been down a a good bit of pocket for a good cause Absolutely so you were you?
1: donating to Cash for Kids per goal scored Um However you didn't see the full Rangers game did you I know you've had nope. to watch some of it back You're yeah. going to come clean to the listening audience You're going to have to now
3: Well uh, as as you know I've been struggling with a bit of a neck, neck injury So I've been on some pretty strong <laughs> painkillers And I dozed off for the last 20 minutes You wow! Had to, uh, so he
1: texted earlier in the day to say Look I'll donate 50 quid for every goal Rangers score 100 yeah. quid for every goal Dundee score When I found this out I was hoping we could tell him it finished like 8-4 Or something he would never have known the
2: difference But unfortunately uh, he's caught up just the 3 But He's an honourable man So he'll pay his money As I did today With my money Imagine me Tell him how you paid it Uh, By (laughs) cheque I've not seen a a cheque
3: For over two decades
2: As a gentleman would
1: (laughs) Anyway let's get back To the football Derek is a Rangers fan From Govan What are you Taking away from the weekend Derek what do you make Of your team at the moment
7: no, I thought it was a professional performance, very good performance. What, the, what Rangers should be doing to teams like Dundee, Ibrooks, uh I think with over twenty odd shots and goal. So if Ali McCoy was playing, Andy Halliday would be asking for a bank loan for the bank manager. <laughs> There's
3: every yeah, chance, that's true, yeah.
1: we've got that's it's a small but it's a it's a growing sample size now, Derek. A couple of three league games, a European game. What are you making overall of the new manager and, and things that you're maybe noticing?
7: No, I thought the, 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 shape, the shape's a lot better and defensively we look a lot more solider and I think that the team is a lot more the, the team look a lot uh, playing for each other again a bit of unity there which is, which is great on the defensive stuff we've got Alander and Jack coming back who are probably uh, two or better defensive players so I think it looks great uh, the, this will be a test in mm-hmm. one for the club as well
1: yeah I mean Hugh that's the thing it, it, we shouldn't overlook the fact that Steven Gerard Rangers had loads of comfortable afternoons loads yeah. like that and We'll never fully know where the balance lies between Van Bronckhorst Rangers being being well drilled And having a good shape and playing well And of course maybe Dundee didn't, didn't offer very much either But Rangers got themselves in a position where they can have a comfortable afternoon like oh. that They won the so-called testing games on paper Now he's won every game in charge yeah. And clearly the fans are
2: buying into it And we go back to his phrase Keep the zero You love that don't you Yeah This uh, is his favourite Andy
3: I heard it t- uh, a few times At the weekend Yeah
2: I mean, But the, the guy's got it right I, th- I think the Rangers supporters Should stop talking About Steven Gerrard now Stop making endless comparisons Between what Steven Gerrard Would have done and uh, To what be fair that, that, look,
1: That's my fault I asked the question I feel like four games in It's valid to ask What differences you're seeing Under a new manager It's the, not pining there, after him
2: If there is a bounce To be gained from A new manager Rangers are Enjoying it right now Uh, And I think he takes a good attitude with him To Lyon for the dead rubber Europa League tie Uh, He'll want to do well there In spite of the fact that the the result is meaningless for Rangers They're already through Uh, And then he's got Andy's team to play at Tynecastle On Sunday at noon Uh, Right now, he's flawless Right now, there's nothing of a negative nature going on and he'll have to take it game by game And see if someone can find uh, a fault with anything But at the moment As Andy said Had they been better in front of goal I said on Saturday in the programme It could have been 7 or 8 Is Joe Bow striding away As being Rangers best player of the season so far? Comfortably
3: And I don't think it's close to be honest with you And I think Under Stephen Gerrard especially the last few games and there's quite a lot of criticism in terms of performances more so than results I think he was always the shining light within that and I think he's continued that under Giovanni Van Bronkhorst I actually think the new system I think it suits a number of players but I don't think any more so than him mm-hmm. that allows him to be that link between the midfield and the strikers I think he's he's someone that's always sort of had an eye for goal uh, and at, at the weekend it's probably one of his more fortunate goals but it's certainly one that he would take
1: 01419511025 that's the number uh, Derek is on In fact we're not quite Done with Derek yet are we? I just realised We're not quite as short in time as I thought we were uh, Derek What about Joe well, Ariebo then He got the ball rolling uh, At the weekend Scoring that first goal Is he a real standout for you? Ah, he's fantastic
7: He's what i have most About his fitness as well He just doesn't stop running He's always demanding The ball is he's, uh, ah, he's outstanding he'll be, a play- he'll be a player Of the year already I'll tell you that now If he stays He'll be a player of the year And we're only in December
1: Yeah I mean Hugh I don't think There would be any Many complaints about that He just um, And it's fascinating Because Rangers had so many Success stories last season And not to say That he was bad by any means But he wasn't in that top bracket Which was a big bracket of McGregor, Goldson Tavernier Kamara, Davis, Kent You know whatever Um, And now Rebo's sort of Jumped
2: to the top of that pile He'd be the one that others Would buy off Rangers So in January uh, Be interesting to see If anyone comes forward But I think there are certain players who have a not for sale sign above their head, and the uh, or would come into that category. Well, seem to be a few players catching the eye of the manager. He believes
1: Fashion Sakala stepped up with his performance. However, he does admit he could have scored two or three.
6: I, I know what he can bring to the team, you know, and uh, I can, uh, you know, I can give him uh, the minutes today because I know he was fresh, you know, and we could uh, arrest Ryan, uh, Ryan Ken because uh, you know we also. Make sure the load for those players aren't that much, especially in these periods. But if you have uh, fashion as well, and and he brings uh, the the performance like today, you know, very very dominant in the one v ones, very very quick. So I'm um, very happy for him his performance. You know, he could have scored uh, maybe two or three goals, but as I said before, I think he had some good finishes, but uh, you know, also some excellent save from the goalie.
1: What does it say about Ranger strength and depth, Andy, that Stephen Davison? Ryan Kent were just just left out just rested
3: Yeah I was actually really surprised at the timing as well especially with the Lyon game coming up and it being a dead rubber I thought that would maybe be the opportunity that that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would would, uh, would have picked to rest quite a few key players but you've got to say when that happens that they've got to come up and step to the plate and I thought Fashion Sakala especially the first half was probably Rangers' most dangerous and lively player the only thing that that it lacked was that goal and uh, again I've I've seen him quite a few times now and He's a real live wire. I think he'd be an absolute nightmare to play against. Sometimes he just lacks that little bit of composure when he's in front of goal and he does excellent again in the areas. I thought he picked up some really intelligent positions at the weekend. It's but that
1: first chance that sums it up, isn't it? He's like he sort of it, on the yeah. is it the corner of the six-yard box and he absolutely yeah, the slashes side, yeah. it. Is that that you know that sort of switch? can, can, can that come? Can players develop that? Yeah, I think listen, I
3: think that comes with games. I don't think he's actually started a lot of games at Rangers, although he's made quite a few appearances now. But a run of games you know, he starts to get that confidence in uh, in front of goal with just timing and and uh, yeah, like I said, a bit of confidence, and I think that was the only thing it really lacked from his performance at the weekend, to be honest.
1: So a bit of praise for Sakala and Aribo. I wonder if John in Campus Lang has anyone else that's catching his eye under the new manager, John.
8: Uh, uh, good evening, Andy. Here, at Gordon. Uh, as a centre producer, I just feel that from Broncos he's come in and he's galvanised, he's energised the team. Uh, there was players two or three weeks ago, like Morelos, uh, Barisic, that uh, fans were wanting dropped, and uh, since he's come in, Morelos started scoring goals, that's him into double figures for the season, and he's known he had a great season, Barisic, he's got him playing lot like, of defender now, than, rather than a winger, and he seems to be thriving and playing mere as a defender, because whatever he's done, he's wanted his wingers to go and put the balls in. No, know that I'm saying Barisic and Tabnaw want to do that still, but... You can just see the difference in the team. They're only playing one defensive midfielder, like Kamara. It doesn't need to and Maybe in, in Europe, he might do something. But I feel as if it was wasted at times playing two. But not until I go, our manager that left. But two, or three weeks ago, I was worried. We were stale. We didn't have a couple of good results. We were still losing the first goal. Uh, it just, it just feels as if it was there the other season. But uh, from Broncos has come in and what a difference and as your last call I was saying uh, rebo for me he's as he used to say he's got our own commission he's everywhere you're <laughs> playing left he's playing right So middle he's playing everywhere and the players that are coming on as well you like your Roof your have Bakuna you have Wright are coming on at the, uh, the weekend and you're looking at our bench and it looks like a very very strong bench again and uh, I'm just and we've got Hallander to come back Jack come back at the weekend it's it's, it's looking good again. It was, I say, three, four weeks ago. I was a bit worried, but it looks like a, it's going to be a good title challenge for both sides of the of this season because uh, they're playing well, we're playing well, and there's a few games before it, but yeah. the sector is in. January is going to be a blockbuster, I think.
2: The Dutch who come into our game always strike me as being particularly pragmatic. They do it their way, and if you don't do it their way, you won't be in the team. And on the day that he was unveiled as Rangers manager, uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said as much by saying that if players weren't doing what he wanted, they would find him a tough manager. So they are responding to the new manager because they are playing for their places game by game. So as I say, at the moment, he's flawless. When he goes to Lyon, we'll see how he approaches the game, we'll see what the score is, uh, see if there's anything... That you can find fault with And then on to Tynecastle Castle Sunday at noon At the moment you can only judge On the evidence of your own eyes And that tells me That they are moving Very nicely under Van Bronckhurst
3: Yeah John Listen you started You, you started off your, your phone call by saying a, a couple of weeks ago there was quite a, a lot Of question marks over certain players in the team I'd done the, the show after after the Hibs game in the semi-final in the space of two hours, we had McGregor dropped, Tavenier dropped, and dropped, Kent dropped and Morelos dropped. So, And that was before a must-win European tie in the Thursday. And, uh, listen, I, w- I always says that a new manager's going to come in, it's going to be a clean slate for a lot of players, but he's going to come in, play what's tried and trusted, and make his own opinions from there. And you've got to say in the four games so far, any player he's picked's not let him down. I
1: mean, when a, a striker scores goals, that's when the rest gets... Forgot, forgotten about If you like you know The, the headline is the goals and, and you can You can be a bit more patient With the rest I'm not sure Anyone would say Alfredo Morelos Is absolutely Right back to his Sparkling best Over 90 minutes But he's got three goals In four games yep. Since the new manager Came in So that, you know, that that tends to be The most important thing Did the Dundee defence oh. Do all they could To stop him At the weekend Possibly not But again That's not his problem It's not Giovanni Van Bronker's Problem And he's um, He's backing amongst them
3: that was very very close To get Mahouler of the weekend Defending. Dundee's, Dundee's uh, defence for that third goal But at the same time He showed his tenacity And his strength in the box And when the ball breaks for him He's, not, he's obviously not going to miss from there and, You know, you're quite rightly pointed out That he scored 3-4 and four now But I do think the performances have improved I thought Sparta Prague's Alfredo Morelos' best performance this season And I think there's a number of times now We've said that Quite often he he leaves his best to the European nights, and I thought that was by far the way his best performance. And listen, I do think that again. I do. I, I said that I think the 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 change, the minor change in shape and style. I do think will suit a lot of players. I don't think it will suit any more than than Alfredo Morelos putting up against two centre halves again.
1: Good man, John. It was nice to speak to you this evening. That's John in Campus Lang Let me talk to you about this. This is really important. It's been an exciting weekend for us.
0: Cash for kids. Mission
1: Christmas If you've donated to this year's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas appeal already Thank you so much We have had an unbelievable weekend It's worth repeating We don't really want to do these things Hopefully at some point we don't have to But whilst there is still work to be done How can we fail to be impressed by your efforts On the sports auction on Saturday We raised 59000 £585. I don't think that... In- Does that include Andy Halliday's 150 quid or whatever he owns us? So there we go. We're up above 59600 Well above it. In fact, above 59700 So a really incredible effort. And there is still work to be done. Due to the pandemic, those who are just about managing to get by, they're now tipped further into poverty. They might even have reached crisis point. And you can make a difference. You can help us by supporting Cash for Kids, Mission Christmas, if you want to hear exactly what difference your money makes I want you. I want to play a clip from Saturday's show Now, this caller called in Off his own back we, we didn't phone him We didn't set it up In fact, it was the open line I'm saying give us a call about your team's performance Or about referees or whatever And this call came through to us anonymously Listen to this and, and think about the difference that, that we can try and make this year
9: Cash for Kids for me Has helped me get my kids Just... You know, the necessities. You know, a wee couple of presents here and there, and you know, maybe selection boxes that type of thing. And uh, my kids appreciate that, you know, because they're getting something for Santa. And I mean, the amazing work that goes on. No, just no, just my my kids benefit, but I see other things happening in the communities, and to me, it's a big, massive, massive importance. And I, I just, well, again, I want to say thank you, thank you so much to everybody that
1: donates. I couldn't stop thinking about that call all night, all weekend. And in fact, a number of people that sent me messages on Twitter, on Instagram, and, and various other places, saying, "Who was that? I, I want to help. I want to help out. I've got toys. I've got this. I've got that. How can I get in touch? How can I help?" I really do appreciate everyone getting in touch I think it was obviously quite powerful to listen to And there is still more to be done This Friday is our Cash for Kids Christmas Jumper Day If you're looking for a nice idea how to fundraise Why not do that? Get everyone involved in the workplace Stick a Christmas jumper on And donate what you can to Cash for Kids who might even come by and visit you on the day. Imagine Hugh Cavens turning up at your work. What a <laughs> distraction that would be. For all the details on how to sign up or just to leave a donation, go to ClydeOne.com forward slash mission, and that's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with JD Peer Structural Steelwork Fabrication and Construction.
0: 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish Football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Duke Evans is here Andy Halliday is alongside him And you can get in touch on 0141 951 1025 Remember just after 7 We're going to give the Mini away The brand new Mini Electric All in aid of cash for kids But what a prize that is uh, Let's bring in Stephen Who's a Celtic fan from air, And see what's on his mind Hi Stephen How are you doing God? and Andy here Good thanks good What's on your mind What are you making of your team at the moment I think they're looking
10: really really good uh... I wasn't on really just to talk about it. it was just performances I was talking about. Um mm. made a bit star felt. I think he was getting pelters at the beginning of the season, but I think he really, really settled in to be one of the best defenders in the league, if I'm honest. I think he's strolling through games. Um probably along with that the beginning at Rangers, Hollander I'd say between these two is the best in the country, you know, defence wise. And it was a bit there uh, it was a bit jota as well. similar Sky Sports News, it was said the day itself it was Find the money for him uh, But I missed it It was one of my mates That said I don't know If there's any truth in it And I've got another point In a minute Cheers
1: Alright uh, Let's There's <laughs> a couple there let's start with Starfield Hugh you said During the week You thought it was his best performance Yeah In a Celtic Alts. shirt Yeah he's, and, now, he's now back from injury uh, You know Part of a clean sheet Yesterday
2: as well Yeah is he, is he Starting to settle down Starting to impress you It looks like it He was unimpressive At the start of the season And uh, you know That's not picking Holes in the player uh, But he was simply Unimpressive uh, At the start And you wondered If he was in the right movie But he's come back uh, Very strongly Against Harps He was terrific Yesterday I thought the back four Had a very balanced Look about it With Greg Taylor there Juranovic on the other side Starfelt With Cameron Carter Vickers Looked decent together Uh, So He has started to, To show why Celtic Paid £4 million For him like everybody else He now has to keep going In that vein Andy we, it,
1: Scottish football never fails To amaze me Where a player signs And we say They're going to need A bit of time yeah. It's a new team And new surroundings And all the rest of it Then we don't really Give them time we don't <laughs> yeah. f- After a couple of weeks Oh well, he'll, he'll never do He'll never do here and yeah, It might still be too early Either way But is Starfelt now on, on the right trajectory As far as Celtic fans yeah, Stephen,
3: I don't think What doesn't help that Is price tag You know when you see A, a fee of £4 million pounds For a cent and a half You do think it's quite a lot For uh, the old firm for, for the amount of money They've spent over the last few years But I remember I think His first game was at Tyne Castle And I think he actually Was in the door No longer than 48 hours I believe Before that game And I do think that you know, first impressions are quite important For a lot of football fans They can g- get carried away With what they've seen And you've got to say And, and let's be honest For the first few games he, he didn't quite look comfortable In the Celtic back four But I think since then And I don't even think it's just him I think it's Celtic as a whole Complete unit since then they've they've conceded 10 goals in, in 16 league games And they've got the best defensive record in the league And I think a, a lot of that has been down to the improvement Of Carl Stalfelt, eh, Stalf, Stalfelt, sorry, and, and bodies round about him
1: I mean Stephen is right Hugh uh, Sky reporting today that Jota's option to buy clause Looks set to be triggered mm-hmm. uh, before the end of the season um, Perhaps well, equally as significantly Also appeared to be closing in on a trio of Japanese signings yeah. uh, Left back Rio Hatate, striker Dies in Maida And central midfielder Yosuke Ideguchi. I'm sure my pronunciations are, are not all they're
2: meant to be um, With regard to Jota If um, And ironically Celtic uh, get prepared To pay the money When he, when he can't play uh, The likelihood is he'll, he'll miss the cup final And even the game against Rangers On the 2nd of January But How embarrassing would it be If other clubs Were to snatch Jota From under Celtic's nose uh, you know they've had a problem or two in that direction in the past, uh, so they had to make sure that the fans would would have been in revolt uh, had they not paid the money. So they 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 also have if they get them signed, sealed and delivered, somebody who might go on to earn them twice or three times the money that they're paying for them. Um, so that one was a no brainer.
1: Uh, Yeah sorry Stephen I thought Hugh was going to Elaborate there Sometimes he's just Very concise Uh, What about that Trio of Japanese Signing Stephen There are no guarantees They're going to be as good As Kyogo Obviously But does his success Early success Sort of allow you To trust the manager A bit more Stephen and, And see what he can do If he taps into that Japanese market Once again
10: Absolutely gone I don't want like to take too much time in that Because I've got an hard point But I, I trust what he's doing with the players Because he's worked for them um,
1: You worry I'll give you plenty of time Stephen Just a wee bit of conversation Back and forth But on you go Take it away with this Final point
10: I was, I was trying to go on the other night After that Celtic Hearts game oh, No the other night The night after it sorry mm-hmm. um, I was I was disgusted With the bottles that was flung on the park um, and the same as the, the Rangers game, Martin Boyle getting pelted at the corner flag. Just disgusting. The Glasgow clubs think they can do what they want. It's, it's like us sitting in my work and somebody coming in and just think they can fling stuff. It needs to get rid of that.
1: Yeah, I think, Hugh, you Hugh, yeah. the night after, was it the night after the Hearts game? Yeah, I think you
2: were on. Um, you said something similar. I don't like what's going on throughout the country. Um, and let's be brutally honest. Take Dundee United and the the, the, the player uh, Funzo Ojo who was uh, assaulted uh, Someone is now going to appear uh, in court over that one But the Glasgow clubs have got to look at themselves The, the, the bottles as Stephen rightly says uh, Unbelievable that that should happen uh, From a group of fans who don't want a high-ranking Police Scotland officer to come in as Celtic security advisor, they then undermine their case 100% by starting to throw bottles and missiles at players for, I believe, the crime of having once played for Rangers. Uh, Now... We're getting all sorts of To be fair I I don't think we need to even Second guess that Because as Stephen says
1: You've just seen it a lot Whether Do do, do we even even need to analyse Whether it would
2: have been Thrown at another Harps player or not It's just unacceptable Regardless Of course But Barry Mackay himself said He believed that was the reason for it We're also getting songs Of a despicable Disgraceful nature Being sung uh, About Tommy Burns Uh, We had a, a pundit on TV yesterday Chris Boyd being abused Verbally in the most disgusting fashion We are in a bad place Celtic and Rangers have got to look At what's going on involving the supporters Of their clubs It is besmirching their name And they should do more To protect their good name Thank you Stephen On that cheery note
0: Slide 1 Super Scoreboard With call Robert Accident Repair Fault and non-fault insurance specialist Robert will even pay your excess
1: It would help if I didn't press the wrong button We're looking for the Beat the Pundit button first Then we'll go to the break 01419511025 Give us a call right now Before 7 o'clock And you could be up against Andy Halliday Or Hugh Keevens at Beat the Pundit
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Flight 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans and Andy Halliday are here And as soon as we finish We're going to give away the brand new 71 plate Mini Electric Which would be an exciting prize anyway But when you bear in mind That all you had to do Was donate £5 to cash for kids And you could win the Mini It does not get any better than that We will give it away We will call the winner After we play this
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: It's at this point I feel really bad For James and Scottston, Who has to come on Put his neck on the line Go through all those hoops And he just gets a Poxy we sign ball if he wins. Someone's about to get a brand new mini for a fiver and James is staring at either humiliation or a sign ball, Hugh Evans. Andy Haldy's staring at his mobile phone in case it's him that gets the car. And he's also been bragging about his recent beat the pundit performances yeah, during the yeah. break. So we'll see how we go tonight. James is in Scotston. How's it going, James? Good eye, good. I think I'll tie all these in, James, because Scotston's just along the road. So whoever wins the mini, they'll need to give Hugh Evans a lift home. And if you win the ball, we'll stick that in the boot. And we'll swing by yours on the way Is that alright? Oh, perfect Good man, right I'm going to toss the coin, James If it's heads, it will be uh, Hugh Keevans And if it's tails, it will be Andy Halliday And it's heads It's Hugh Keevans Up against James
3: Come on, from Hugh From Stay
2: quiet
1: <laughs> Let's give him Come some Come
3: on, James <laughs> Let's give him
1: some Clyde too So that he cannot steal your answers James, 30 seconds Answer as many questions right as you can And if you don't know, pass quickly And we will move on to the next one Alright? Good man, your 30 seconds is on the clock And it starts Now Name either current Rangers player Whose national team is in the Caribbean
11: um,
1: Buchanan, which, which Celtic player Scored their first professional goal For the club yesterday Skills. How many teams have won promotion To the top flight by the playoffs Since they began in 2013 Four Which Scottish top flight side Have kept the fewest clean sheets this season um, How many goalkeepers conceded Three or more goals This weekend In the Scottish top flight Two Some of them are quite tough Let's bring Hugh Keevans back Hugh can you hear us I can Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock Mm. And your time starts now Name either current Rangers player Whose national team Is in the Caribbean um, which Celtic player scored their first professional goal for the club yesterday Liam Scales how many teams have won promotion to the top flight via the playoffs since they began in 2013 three which Scottish top flight side have kept the fewest clean sheets um, Dundee how many goalkeepers conceded three or more goals this weekend in the Scottish top flight Jack Anik. <laughs> Who were the last? <laughs> I've started the question. Who were the last teams St. Mirren beat in the league quickly? Uh, Livy. You, you went full Gordon DL on me there twice. Uh, twice? Oh. It's not like you. You usually just pass when you don't know the answer. Joe Ribo plays for Nigeria, which be further From the Caribbean uh, You had the, it, it should have been Janino Bakuna Or Kumar Roof. <laughs> <laughs> It gets worse though That's the scary thing uh, So James goes 1-0 in front The player who scored Their first professional goal For the club at Celtic Yesterday Liam Scales You got that So did James How many teams Have won promotion To the top flight Via the playoffs Since they began in 2013 I hate this James You and I both know This was a guess But you got it right You got three Livingston Dundee <laughs> Or Hamilton I hope the camera Picked it up Did you
3: see the gesture He just gave me Andy Halliday After saying that He's disappointed In Scottish football with Exactly the back,
1: just Do as I say Not as I do Hugh Evans. That gets you a ban From the compliance officer That <laughs> gesture I've seen it before Michael Higdon Did he get one I've seen a few people get the. In fact, is that not what you were accused of doing at, at
3: Capello that was, night? It was, yeah. Glad and you
1: brought that you up. You all get the picture now. Which Scottish top-flight side have kept the fewest clean sheets this season? It's Aberdeen.
2: Oh,
1: which perhaps shows you the, the depth of their troubles. Oh, wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, no, tough question. Um, I that? must admit, and this this is my favourite. This is my favourite as well. How many goalkeepers conceded three or more this weekend? You just said. Jack Annie, I was looking for a number, and you answered with a name. Yeah, it was three: Benji Segrist Adam Legden's, and, and Jack Annie. Of course, Anik. Jack
2: Anik.
1: Oh. oh my goodness! You had the chance to win it. You got through one last question. Who were the last team Saint Mirren beat in the league? No, yeah. Ross County. Oh. So they were, of course, off at the weekend, postponed due to the weather. We sent Fraser Wisher up to Perth as well Andy Got there Game off Half an hour to go
3: I Hope we didn't get paid for that
1: mm, Maybe half a fee I don't know We haven't told him yet Did you see the, the footage of Stephen yeah, McLean yeah. Throwing right. the ball and it just sticks yeah. Like he's Honestly It was a an easy decision for him uh, Right it means we're on to the tiebreaker Ooh. As entertaining as that was I'm going to ask the question James I'll get Hugh to write his answer down And I will then invite you to give me your attempts Okay Yep Right let's do it Including qualifying rounds How many goals have Celtic and Rangers Scored combined in Europe this season? Including qualifying rounds How many goals have Celtic and Rangers Combined scored in Europe so far this season? Hugh, show me your bit of paper Okay, James, what are you going for? 16 Okay, even I can figure that one out James has gone 16 Hugh's gone considerably more on 27 And the answer... Don't you dare do that gesture again. It's 30, Hugh Keevens. You're only three away. He's pointing to the name on the back of his cardigan. He's delighted with that result. James, it breaks my heart. There will be no visit in the mini electric tonight, but it was a good effort. Well done. Perfect good man. Bye that was James, James. in Scotston. That was spectacular. That was a roller coaster. Yes. You produced two of the worst answers I've ever heard from you on Beat the Pundit, and you still won. Sign of champions
2: Yeah Winning ugly Grind it out Andy Hardy was talking about that earlier on And grinding it out It's mm. a part of the game And that was as ugly as it gets
3: Because <laughs> that, that was one of my favourite All time answers That Have you ever seen a 72 year old
1: man Do that gesture <laughs> and Then point to the name On the back of his cardigan
3: <laughs> Just my grandpa every Saturday But other than that
1: Honestly oh. Five one oh two five Is the number you need we are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB It was just Jack Because I, I thought you were going to go Jack Anik And sort of count them out You said yeah. Jack Anik And left me Just listen, left me
2: Listen Halliday A win is a win is a win <laughs> Anyway um, A man that falls asleep in his car And can't get a game for hearts <laughs> 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 So it made me laugh Because
3: my legs are
1: Right All last week Thanks oh. to Arnold Clark Big thanks To Arnold Clark We were giving you the chance To win a brand new 71 plate Mini electric In midnight black It looks stunning And not only that Your £5 donation That's all it cost Was going directly To Cash for Kids To help children Living in poverty Across Glasgow And the West Now between those donations And the Cash for Kids Sports auction on Saturday You all managed to raise £59,685 Which is Unbelievable It's a huge sum of money It'll help over 1,700 children Who need it in our communities. The people at Cash for Kids are very clever. They can figure all that out. 1,700 children who will be helped this Christmas in our communities. It's incredible. So, with all that in mind, there's only one thing left to do. The winner was picked at random today by our Cash for Kids team to tell them they've won a brand new mini electric. Thanks to Arnold Clark. Let's make the call.
0: Hello?
1: Hello, who's that? Jane Jane And where is it you're from, Jane?
11: I'm from Clydebank
1: Jane, it's Gordon Duncan, Hugh Keevens, and Andy Halliday from Clyde1 Super Scoreboard How are you doing? Hi, good, thanks Good stuff Did you happen to enter any of our competitions recently, Jane? Over the weekend, maybe, last week? Does it ring <laughs> a bell? A brand <laughs> new 71 plate mini electric Worth over £26,000, no less Does oh, yeah. it ring a bell? Yes, yeah, it does ring a bell, Yeah, It does, <laughs> with a £5 donation to cash for kids, of course That's the <laughs> important bit
11: uh-huh. Are you, yeah, feeling, good. Uh, are you nice. feeling
1: good about yourself for making the £5 donation to Cash for Kids?
11: Yes, obviously
1: Good, well we thank you very much, it will go to a good home, we are very appreciative And I'm pleased to say Jane, the brand new 71 plate mini electric, worth over £26,000 <laughs> is yours as well How do you feel about that? <laughs>
2: um, speechless I think <laughs> don't, don't be speechless Jane, this is radio I don't know what to say, I can't believe that
1: I do have some bad news for you right It comes with a bit of a caveat If you win the car Something we didn't include in the small print You need to give Hugh Kevens a lift home At some point Because you know he can't drive Are you going to be okay with that?
11: Yeah I'm sure I could manage that
1: You're my type of woman Jane <laughs> We finish at 8 o'clock tonight So if you're passing Jane I will send the address over Enjoy Drive safely Right okay Thank you very much to Arnold Clark. They helped us out with this gift A brand new 71 plate mini electric It's midnight black It's a great time to go electric We are delighted to give it to Jane and hopefully she enjoys it, Hugh Keevens. The joy of driving, you'll oh, never have it, but Jane will enjoy it. She was genuinely speechless. Andy Halliday, how good was that?
3: Amazing. Amazing. As far as bargains go, five pounds for a brand new electric mini. That's got to be right there. But ultimately, thank you very much to Jane for the donation and we'll see it at five past eight. Absolutely. <laughs> saves you the hassle. I'm
1: thinking I said it all week but because I meant it. It wasn't just wasn't some sort of sales pitch. It was for charity anyway. You give five pounds to charity, you're helping save the environment because you're getting an electric car. And uh, seriously, a win-win situation, absolutely brilliant. So um, I'm gonna hopefully we see Jane out and about, driving safely, taking Hugh Keaven's up the road. Oh, one four one.
2: Been a highly emotive weekend. Uh, yeah. You like me have been getting texts from people who found it all very poignant uh, on Saturday. Uh, so well done, all the Cash for Kids team. Absolutely. 01419511025
1: on the phones. Let's get back to the madness. Let's get back to being angry with each other now that we've done the nice stuff. Uh, we're at Clyde SSB as well, by the way, um, on Twitter. Let's bring in Andy, another Andy on the show, and see what he's got for us. Andy, take it away.
12: How you doing, guys? Good Sounds no, good. I uh, know. I just say Salah's a great performance. Honestly, like a, a great team performance. Uh, their keeper had done. Uh, oh, he was some of the he was doing was unbelievable. It was good to see. You. I think somebody else said that Barisic, he, he looks solid. He absolutely solid And Saturday. Getting back to being more like him, you know what I mean? And then Sakala, I just think he needs a wee bit more composure. Because he could have scored. And the other thing is with Morales, I mean, i was saying to the producer, everyone, he was in the box, he's in the box, clearing the ball out of the box. And then 20 seconds later, he's up having a shot on target. So he's starting to get that attitude. You know, so, Kiel Van has got the whole team, I really think, on his side. I'm really delighted to be able to playing
1: Yeah, I mean the, Legsdon's, as we found out on Beat the Pundit Conceded three or more At uh, the weekend he, sure he, did Jack <laughs> 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 he, he did indeed make some good saves At the same time Where is that balance, Andy Between Rangers being very good as, as they were And the fans are happy with that And then the frustration, I'm sure, from James McPake The, the own goal wasn't a classic, was it? It wasn't no. one of them that you know sometimes you, you have to cut it out Because there's a striker behind you Who's going to tap it in anyway It yep. just wasn't one of them And, and it was a real, a real big moment for them
3: Yeah they defended admirably For the first maybe 20-25 minutes But you always sense that, that That first goal was going to come And you know you mentioned adding legs And 11 saves he made 11 saves in the 90 minutes And uh, to still concede three goals you, As you said the second one's extremely avoidable But I think the one that will really disappoint James McPay could certainly be the third one uh, Defending from Dundee's point of view Was extremely poor But from Rangers' point of view, no more than they deserve because they knocked on the knocked on the door for for a long period of time, and I think that third goal was was more than deserved. And yeah, I think I think yeah, uh, I think Andy's right, which I think there's been an upturn uh, in performances by a number of players, uh, but I, I certainly think uh, with the the result and performance, the thing that will will please Giovanni Van Bronckhorst the most is that clean sheet, as Hugh says.
1: Yeah I've got a tweet here From PR Andy It says As a Rangers fan Who would have thought At the start of the season I would just be wanting A game against Leon Out the way So I can watch Hearts against Rangers Is that the Sort of strange thing About this week?
12: Sorry, sorry you're talking to me? Yes you know, to, to Andy's, Andy's. <laughs> Aye aye No listen uh, I can understand it um, The biggest game that the two was obviously the Hearts game But I hopefully Come Thursday He's going to give you A lot know that Patterson writes the car Giant. Go, go on, give, give, give the boys a start Because they deserve it You know what I mean They've got a strong strong squad We know it's not going to be an easy game But they boys That'd be great for them to play a game like
1: you know. Yeah absolutely And I'm sure we'll delve into that In a bit more detail As the week goes on in, in terms of what the managers Should do And how they should approach it 01419511025 Thank you to Andy We've got Brian who's a Celtic fan Hanging on the line So I'll get his thoughts on this one Because Ange Postacoglu says It would be silly of him Not to look to the J-League In the January window We told you earlier on That trio of Japanese signings Potentially getting closer uh, As well as the, the permanent signing of Jota And he's confident He can get the right players in And get them in early
4: You know we'll just keep working away No deals are done yet Nothing's been signed So uh, I know people get excited about names uh, I've probably been linked with The whole of the J-League there's also the Korean League. That's a decent league if you want to go fishing there. So there'll be plenty of names, but from my perspective, um, we know what we need. I'm really confident we'll get we'll get them in and, and get them in early. I'm obviously at an advantage because I've worked there. So um, it'd be silly of me not to use the experience I have and the knowledge I have. To I mean, that's why we got Kiogo here. I was I was 100% certain he would he would be he'd do really well, especially the way I want to play. Um, you know, and it's not just kiogo I mean, I, I think people overlook if you look. At all the big leagues around the world You'll see Asian players uh, Not just from Japan From, you know, from Korea From, from Australia, from uh, Iran You know, there's some very good footballers On that side of the world But, um, you know, if people don't want to look there I'm, I'm happy to be the only one
1: Would it be silly of Ange Postacoglu Not to look to that market, Brian?
9: Absolutely crazy, good evening guys um,
1: Yeah, absolutely crazy for him Not to use exactly what he knows uh, to
9: get the results that he wants. We're starting to see a, a Celtic team which uh in the, the words of the great Hugh sitting in there on the, the beginning of the season was an absolute disaster. Now absolute disaster's turned into something a wee bit more exciting I would I would hope Hugh would say so. Um so Sunday there was the culmination and I did say on on Thursday night we would win three nothing But we came up against a very, very, very decent Craig Gordon and I gave him my matching, although um, the the stadium gave it to Starfield. I gave it to Craig Gordon because his performance was outstanding. But talking about Sunday, Sunday was the culmination of what Ange Postacoglu, his vision, his his enlightenment coming from the East and bringing these players that he's brought in to try and put together a team that's not only going to challenge but to entertain us—that's the—that's the most important thing. I hear all my all my days, you know. I mean, when Tommy Burns is Celtic, you know, uh, the Celtic way, um, the people weren't happy. Celtic fans. I'm only talking to Celtic fans here weren't they happy when um, uh, Ron, Ronnie was here and he won two titles and, you know, didn't he play it a certain way People, some people weren't even happy with a quadruple treble with the play in the back right across the back and all that now, what, what I'm looking at right now and what we saw was a guy that was possibly going out the door um, at the beginning of the season I mean that is in paper talk not for Celtic, not for the player but, uh, you know, like you, you're, you guys in the press, you seem to know more, or seem to know, well, no, I'll say no more. But the uh, um, project was just absolutely sparkling yesterday. 10 out of 10, that goal's done by Messi. They're talking about it in world football. That goal is, is a contender right now for what, and it's worth the ticket fee to pay to get in. But the other thing that I was I was wanting to talk about quickly, and I know it's a quick point, um, Butcher's tackle, on um, Turnbull, on Turnbull was just thuggery. Now, I'll take you to the Rangers versus Hibs when Porteous got sent off at Ibrox. That was less of a tackle, and the boy was instantly red carded. Less of a tackle on um, on uh, Aribo. So, with the same referee watching in the same games and the same level of football. How is that not A, a red card Because if it's not a red card We would be as real playing with foot referees And get into it
1: the, I think the, Well whether this is encouraging or not Brian Because I you know, appreciate that you need Or we want the right decision to be made at the time I don't think I've heard Anyone Hugh, who doesn't think it was a red Which is quite no. something in this most Divided of footballing
2: yeah. environments it, it would be astonishing if the SFA Did not upgrade the yellow to red Um Brian uses a word to describe the tackle I'll simply say it was a tackle from a bygone era uh, And football doesn't need that kind of challenge Uh, Football has a a duty of care to footballers And you can't have that going on in the football park We're trying to run a game here Uh, Just to explain a little bit about my occupation to Brian At the start of the season, Celtic were a wreckage The season beforehand had been Awful From the Celtic supporters perspective uh, So when they lost to Mitchellland and then lost to Hearts at Tynecastle in the first league game uh, I, I don't even know if I used The word disaster but uh, you, you can only that speak That sounds like something you yeah, would say to probably, be fair But you can only speak as you find and that's why Tonight I started the programme by saying that, that was Celtic's best performance of the season At Tannendice, you can only use The evidence hmm. of what's going on In the present day uh, What was said four months ago Referred to what was going on Four months ago uh, So Ange Postacoglu For what it's worth I don't think Brian was Disagreeing with you as such Just kind of what? Trying to judge the The progress No Did you no, sense the tone no. Oh yeah, yeah You can always tell <laughs> You can tell it from a mile away
1: Brian I think you're, I think your friend really We're going to have to leave it there We're a bit pushed for time We've got I love this right We've got a teaser next And it's about goalkeepers but ah. will Jack Anik be on the list Hopefully We will find out Thank you Brian
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One's Super
1: Scoreboard It's time for Hugh Evans and Andy Halliday to team up They've got a bit of a love-hate relationship Sometimes (laughs) they're on the same team Sometimes they're sort of throwing jibes at each other I don't think they're getting on very well tonight Because Andy slagged Hugh for his Beat the Pundit performance (laughs) But they're going to have to put all that behind them uh, On tonight's full-time teaser And please keep the questions coming That is the beauty of the teaser It's you that provides the questions And then we test out the pundits With the answers So tonight Martin Burns says And I think this is relatively easy Which 11 goalkeepers Have played for Celtic Or Rangers And have also played in the English Premier League Fraser Foster Yes Now hold on I'm just looking at this list um, because Yeah carry on Joe yeah, Hart we go. Yep Andy I'll take one from you Alan McGregor Now this is the thing I'm wondering if it's only former keepers Because he's not on it And that would make sense So must just be the Former goalies
3: What? Oh so they don't play in They don't play in Scotland anymore No well, because Joe Hart's on it What's going on here?
1: Right hold on Now Martin Burns doesn't miss these things Maybe I've cut a bit off my paper we well, i add Alan McGregor on He's not going to miss that Because Joe Hart's on it So that doesn't yeah. make any sense Anyway Right we'll leave it there We'll get back to it You've made a good start Full time at Clyde1.com If you want to send Your answers over uh, We'll take a look At some of the other Big games from this weekend Very soon Let's speak to Matthew In Colsaith First of all What's on your mind Tonight Matthew? Oh
11: i just like to talk About the Celtic game How are you In that? Good Good go for it What did you make of it yesterday? Uh, I thought it was a very good Performance from uh, the side I thought they were very comfortable, I think, in the last couple of games against Aberdeen and Hearts. They've kind of struggled at points to put the, the finishing touch, if you like, on the game. But thankfully yesterday they managed to go out get the second and third goal, which were absolutely beautiful goals, by the way. Like the Tom Nodgick, David Turnbull ones were very good. And I think that it was a very comfortable performance. And it could have been a very tough game for us with the likes of Welsh. Ralston And um, also Jota Out of their side I, I thought Under I, I United We've made it A lot more tough for us But I thought We're very good With the players That we did start
1: Yeah I mean Think particularly Jota Hugh Because mm. The last week Has been spent Hearing people on this show And others saying Celtic are Looking decent But it is the strength And depth there Hope Kyogo doesn't get injured Hope Jota doesn't And Jota did And it now looks you know He's going to be Touch and go By the looks of it For this cup final I don't so, think
2: he's got any chance whatsoever does,
1: well, We never know But does this is that what makes yesterday that, that little bit more impressive?
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely uh, Jota was a, a talismanic figure for the Celtic supporters Likewise, Kyogo But to lose him uh, and to try to take over the disappointment of that And then to turn in the performance of the season Against all odds Because you have lost Jota and uh, Welsh and Ralston Um, Carter Vickers is coming back into the team Starfield uh, Is just back after injury He played against Hearts and played very well They were just Terrific From back to front Uh, A lot of people complained about the performances Of Mikey Johnson He did well yesterday Had Kyogo Abada And David Turnbull taking their chances Celtic, like Rangers Should have won by 7 or 8 Away from home They were that dominant. Uh, If they can repeat that type of performance against Motherwell on Sunday, and especially in the cup final against Hibs, then they'll be fine. But like Rangers, everyone going on about Giovanni van Bronckers, he's flawless so far. Celtic, like Rangers, Rangers have to go to Tynecastle. Celtic are playing a a Motherwell side who have the top goal scorer in the league in Tony Watt. They have to keep going. But the performance yesterday... Um, was, well, apart from anything else, it's entertainment. We're in the football business, it's the entertainment industry. And the, the performance was so entertaining that, you know, they were due a standing ovation at the end. I mean, I know some of them have had home advantage, Andy, but these were on paper a, a
1: relatively tough few fixtures, your hearts team, and I think we all went over uh, the big talking points from that game last week. But Aberdeen in there, Dundee United away. Now, Dundee United came to Celtic Park and held Celtic. Dundee yep. United beat Rangers at Tannadice, so it was meant to be that type of test. Um, Celtic coming through them at the moment, though.
3: I think every time you go to Tanadise, um you know you're in a game. You know, no matter what the result is at the end of it, you know it's been a hard-fought 90 minutes, but they didn't even lay a glove on Celtic. I think Celtic were that dominant. Uh, numerous chances, the quality of goals, the intensity in and out of possession, which is why... For me, along with you, I do think it's Celtic's best performance of the season. The only couple of worries you can take away from it for Celtic is, first of all, how's James Forrest? He's had uh, numerous injury problems now, and he's obviously came off with what appeared to be a tight hamstring at halftime. And second of all, just to be that little bit more ruthless in front of goal, because there will be games, we've seen it a number of times with the old firm this uh, this year, Livingston not too long ago, where you might only be restricted to maybe two or three big chances, and you have to put them away in. Uh, that game at the weekend against Dundee United It could have been way, way out of sight uh, Before the, set, the third goal even went in
1: uh, Matthew, what about the reports today About the three players from Japan Potentially looking like that That could be a go in January Is that something you're in favour of?
11: Well, I don't know much about them obviously But we do need strength the squad I think that's the one thing that Right now it kind of puts a still a gap in between Celtic and Rangers I think Head-to-head in terms of Celtic and Rangers' best squad, I don't think Celtic are too much far off them, but I think to depth in the squad that will affect a title race club probably. I think that's where we need to strengthen up. So um, obviously we took Yogo from the G, from the J League, and obviously that's been the most successful sign of the season. Obviously, so I just hope that these lads can uh, turn out just as good, and I hope that I hope that they make a strong impact on the squad. And it gives some some of the top players a bit of a chance to get arrested rest in, in between big mm. games.
1: Yeah, it brings with it its own expectation. You know, yeah. you know we said earlier, of course, Ange Postecoglou is in this. He's got a strong hand. He can go to the Celtic board and say, "Well, I give you Kyogo, so yeah. trust me to go back into that market." But naturally, it's going to there's going to be maybe a, an expectation, rightly or wrongly, that. These three signings will be as good, and that would be exactly. that would be a, a high bar
2: to reach. Exactly, uh, all signings have an element of gamble about them. But uh, you know, to to have four Japanese players in your squad and expect them all to hit the ground running— uh, who knows? They might all do it. They might all come over like Kyogo uh, and be an instant hit. Uh, but remember, they at the end of the Japanese season, they're coming over here in January. Uh, As we are approaching The really serious part Of our season Uh, So You need to be careful With their fitness Also need to be careful If they're all In the Japanese International squad They go away Tremendous distances And come back And have to cope with it But Kyogo To his eternal credit Has done that So if they all possess His energy Determination Then the manager mm-hmm. is correct to do what he's doing. And
1: that's before we even get to thinking about work permits and so. But that—that's not for us. That's for the no. Fraser Wishers of this world.
2: Exactly. The intelligent
1: types uh, to figure out. I think we will. That's why he's uh, got a bigger car than Andy Hall. We we'll steer clear of that, Matthew. That was nice to speak to you. Hopefully, you'll give us a call back sometime.
11: Right, thank you, lads.
1: Thank man. you. That was Matthew in Coleside. I've got to the bottom of it. I knew there was something just weird here. Martin Burns sends questions in quite a lot, and he, he's watertight. This guy is good, and I'm thinking. Al McGregor's not on this list Which is like You know the most obvious one I think there's just a little typo Martin sent me a couple of questions And I think there's a typo So actually this question is a lot more simple It is Which 11 goalkeepers have played for Celtic And played in the English Premier League
3: Oh so no, no Rangers there are, there are a
1: couple of separate lists he sent them. me So you've already given me Fraser Forster and Joe Hart So you've got two of the 11 Andy another guess from you want to
3: just say all oh, the easy ones I've got the hard ones <laughs> Yeah Magnus Hedman
1: you, what did you say first, you? Craig Gordon. Okay, and Magnus Hedman Okay, we'll leave it there for now, which seems like another seamless transition. I know we touched on it at the start, but seriously, that save from Jason Holt at the weekend, Andy? Jason Holt? Who was it from? From Craig Gordon?
3: Oh, sorry, I was thinking of a goalkeeper, Jason Holt oh, like, This no, no. guy's goalkeeper. not listening, Hugh you he He's, right He's got some cheek
1: having to go at you and be the be pundit the And did you hear the tone, Jason Holt yeah. As if I had just said the
3: most ridiculous thing in the world to the guy
1: yeah. Apologies What about Apologies. the save from Jason Holt, Andrew?
3: Different class, different class And that actually came in a 45 second period where yeah, that's right, Hit yeah. the post twice and Craigie actually made three saves So, but... I don't know why I would be surprised Because I mean For the start of the season We've seen it countless times already I think I touched on it At the start of the show You always want your goalie To to win you Say nine points When you look at Back on at the end of the season We're in December And I couldn't even speculate How many points he's won us so far Because it just seems as if Every week we're talking about A Craig Gordon save And Listen uh, last only in December There's a lot of the season to go But If you're looking at Play of the year shortlist With four names earliest has, ever. It's the earliest I've ever heard
1: it uh, Hugh it's that view From behind the goal I just oh. keep watching it It's brilliant You know it's, it's from behind the other goal Sorry if you likes Facing Craig Gordon It is Going in the top corner All
2: day long Yeah Until he Comes up with other ideas People always talk about his age uh, Likewise Alan McGregor I mean Craig Gordon looks as if he could play until he's fifty at the moment. You know, he, he is doing things that he was doing ten years ago, uh, and before. Um he's just an outstanding goalkeeper.
1: I love that debate, Andy, about you know, is he better now or is is he better in the form that got him the move to Sunderland? Let's be honest, it's kinda hard and people do suffer from recency bias. We do that a lot. I'll tell you what, if he was better then he must have been pff, absolutely sensational and I remember him being good there but he can't have been much there cannot be yeah. much in it if it was better back then
3: No, and I, I do think that you look at you know players these days and he you, you feels as if they, they sort of get in the peak of their careers at 28, 29 whereas a goalkeeper you're sort of looking at 32, 33 and the way he's performed at the age he is now and listen, it must have been good back then because the fee that had paid for him was, was, uh, was pretty high for a goalkeeper especially... In terms of income transfer fees that hearts have ever received in their in their history. But for me, I'm still looking across the United Kingdom. Is there many better goals?
2: If I was going to say, Andy, who is the biggest threat to Rangers not getting three points at Tynecastle on Sunday, it wouldn't be Liam Boyce, it'd be Craig Gordon. Mm-hmm. Because he might just get you either one point or all three. Now as we continue our
1: Quick tour of talking points from the weekend That we've not got to yet Across the other side of Edinburgh There's my next seamless yeah, link yeah, yeah. Um, They've got a League Cup final to look forward to Hugh Which is exciting uh-huh.
2: But they've only won once in eight league games the only reason Is, is that, that worrying? The only reason I'd be optimistic Is that I would think Okay, you can throw all the league stats at us And they are undeniably true However When the occasion came along we rose to the occasion against Rangers And beat Rangers 3-1 Therefore we can do it to Celtic as well That would be the mm. mindset that I would have Let's get Hearts player to talk up Hibs um, <laughs> Andy Halliday Still
1: got two games in hand Yeah. If they win those two games in hand They would not only get into the top six They would go level with fourth on points mm-hmm. So of course one in eight sounds terrible and, and isn't great But does does that provide a bit of much needed context At
3: the moment? It wasn't so long ago we were talking about a, a Hibs side that were unbeaten in the first seven league games mm. and and you know the the questions were being asked is this the year where the Hearts or Hibs a Dundee and eight you can sort of break the top two and uh, since then as you, you've quite rightly pointed out it's been one one and eight but they were on a, a streak of four league defeats in a row before they um they faced Rangers in the and they semi final and found a, an and inspired performance there and again it's a it's a cup final in terms of. Confidence and motivation If you can't find confidence and motivation Going into a, a domestic cup final Then probably in the wrong spot. But there's no doubt whatsoever That it's going to take a very very good performance From Hibs to to, to win the cup
1: um, And the goalie conceded Hugh we, we manufactured it at the weekend We were just having a bit of fun Because I think most people acknowledge Shea Adams is nailed on Lyndon Dykes uh-huh. is nailed on and Kevin Nisbet is certainly in there And he's certainly in the, in the driving seat But if, if there was one space to become available If a Tony Watt, for instance Was able to oust anyone It would possibly be Kevin Nisbet I don't think that's overly controversial Tony's the top scorer in the Premiership And performing ever so well Kevin Nisbet scored a fantastic goal yeah. uh, himself But you can understand why the Motherwell fans Are so delight, uh, so determined, I should say that, that Tony Watt signs a new
2: deal uh, Yes, And uh, I'm sure that that's a formality Because the club must be keen to hold Mm. on to him Above all others Yeah but what if the form means that other clubs Are also quite keen to secure his services That's why you get them nailed down Before the 31st of December Um, In terms of Stevie Clark's squad What Tony Watt has to do We have a four month break Before we are required to play The World Cup qualifiers So he has to maintain that form for the best part of four months I wish him well I hope he does it But that's the task in front of him He has to be He's top of the, 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 the goal scoring charts For the Premiership tonight But three months from now He has to be still Knocking in the goals For Steve Clark to consider him
3: Yeah, I, I, listen I don't think there's any doubt It would have been in both players' heads Going into the game at the weekend as well Because Kevin Nisbet knows that That Tony Watts fat. F- Obviously, firing in the in the SPL this year, he's knocking. He was knocking on the door at the time. to would be the top goal scorer in the league, and he knows if he's going to lose his place in the Scotland squad to anyone, it's going to be Tony Watt in the form he's in. And the lesson they gave us up a treat. Both both players got a goal. Both players scored very very good goals. And uh, I think all Tony Watt can do at, uh, at the present moment is is keep playing well for Motherwell, and he's got to he's got to at least be in Steve Cart's thinking with the form he's in just now. But I think we've said it time and time again, Steve Clark seems as if he's very he's very loyal, very trustworthy to the players that's been in the squad and got him to the position he's at. But if Tony Watt mm. keeps doing what he's doing, it's certainly a question's going to be asked.
1: Talking about this settled Tony Watt, if you like it, or seemingly settled, we said a few weeks ago that believe it or not, it's already it was already the the case a few weeks ago that he's played more games for Motherwell than any other club that he's been at. And he's been at a lot of clubs and now he's played more for Motherwell than any other club. He's up to ten now, I think nine in the league which means this is the highest goal total ever in a season. And we're only in, in the 6th of, of December. Uh, now, granted, even when Tony was was performing well, he's maybe never been that out-and-out scorer. And we had him on last week talking about that's what he's trying to add. He's trying to to get, you know, selfish, if you like. So by a, a number of different criteria, this is the sort of form of his life and, the, the, you know, the most settled he's been.
3: Yeah, uh, and we know the attributes that Tony's got. He's obviously got... Got blistering pace. His link up is very good, but I do th- listen. When you, I'm actually surprised that you've just said that you know the the number of goals he's, he's scored now is actually the most he's had in the season because yep. I've always thought he was a, a pretty decent finisher, to be honest. But his, his biggest issue has been nailing a place down at a, at a team. He's, and you actually look at the quality of some of the goals he scored yeah. this season, they've been excellent. He's been a nomad, but maybe Motherwell is where he fits like a
2: glove, and maybe that's why he should think about. Cementing his future there. That's the place to be. It
1: really is. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five, which eleven goalkeepers have played for Celtic and also played in the English Premier League. You've got Forster, Gordon, Hart, Headman. Vries Doris. Well done. Andy. Boric. Yes. Hugh, one more. Mm. Are, you you are you out?
3: You ran out you ran out easy for all the time being, yeah. <laughs> Andy? <laughs> David Marshall.
1: David Marshall oh. will get the rest of them after these
0: Number 1 for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Kevins and Andy Halliday are here in the final parts of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard I noticed still Monday night football down the road We always going to look at it through a Scottish lens Kieran Tierney's back in He's had a spell on the bench for Arsenal Things that you didn't think were possible He's been left out Uh, But he is back in uh, Tonight So good to see him Returning Uh, Do you know what I like Hugh I I noticed on Twitter Earlier That tonight Is Falkirk's AGM Oh yeah Now you remember the previous Uh Meeting Q&A They had with fans And at the weekend They beat 6-0 Of Queen's Park Andy's Howler of the Week They relieved The manager Of his duties and I'm just reading the tweets On the on the tweet about the AGM Darren is on and says Will this be recorded? You're sincerely fans of 41 clubs in the SPFL <laughs> uh, Alex Murray says You could make a fortune moving this to a big venue And selling tickets uh, Jamie says Are you filming this? I'm asking for a friend So <laughs> they've made a rod for their own back with this stuff um, But they are without a manager One of two managerial vacancies That appeared over the weekend yeah. Morton as well George Bowie wasn't happy and he came in here on Saturday night. Uh, our uh, old pal, Gus McPherson, gone as well.
2: If you're listening, Gus, I wish you well for the future. Um, but, oh my, what a meeting that will be tonight. Uh, Falkirk, are, you know, in Scottish terms, Falkirk are a big club. You know, it's, it's not that long ago since they're in a Scottish Cup final. Uh, they've got a terrific supporter base if they're going well, uh, a very agitated supporter base if they're not going well. Uh, they, they have fallen out with Gary Holt Who's the director of football there Paul Sheeran read the room and left After the 6 nothing defeat from Queen's Park And he described the whole thing surrounding Falkirk As a disaster uh, So even managers say a disaster Not just aged journalists
1: um, I noticed, well there are obvious links uh, Brian Rice perhaps emerging as one of the front runners for well, I think maybe both of those jobs Depending yeah. where you read But particularly yeah. Falkirk um, I know there are various guys out there who, who want involved Andy it'll be interesting to see What direction those clubs take
3: Yeah definitely I think it's, it all depends on what they see Moving the club forward Do they want to focus on A certain style of football Do they want to focus back on Trying to get youth players back into the system Because we all know that Falkirk have had Plenty of problems with that mm. Over the last few years Or do they go to A tried and trusted minds. like a Brian Rice Who's got over 30 years experience Do they go for a likes A you know, Kenny Miller We know Kenny's been on the show Trying to get back into uh, Into mm. coaching So And testing times ahead But like Hugh says um, In Scottish terms Certainly got to be seen As, as one of the sort of mm. Sleeping giants of the country Because it wasn't so long ago Definitely We've seen them in the top flight In domestic cup finals
2: 2015 You and I were there Well they had that choice Which uh, Andy has Illustrated there You either go Retro Uh, With respect to Brian Rice He's a a man Deep into his 50s Or You perhaps go Looking To the future Kenny Miller If he wanted the job I don't know if he does or he doesn't They're probably nearly the same age Are they not? (laughs) Kenny played on (laughs) for so long Uh, My (laughs) favourite football story Of the weekend
1: Hugh Probably Well definitely Did you see this Dundee football That was found Washed up On on a show in? in the Netherlands No 400 miles away Someone goes to the beach In the Netherlands Finds a football bobbing Towards them Picks it up And it says Dundee Athletic on it Wow So obviously The wonders of social media It doesn't take long Just stick it on Tag Dundee Athletic We believe this belongs to you I thought it was a dodgy clearance From James McPay I brilliant back. Honestly
3: really, I like that Brilliant a- Absolutely different They're class. apparently saying It's the
1: weirdest thing To come out of Scottish football And wash up elsewhere Since Andy Halliday Went to Azerbaijan <laughs> <by> <laughs> On loan So you'll be delighted That he's been overtaken Isn't it that
3: weird That's for sure
1: um, On that front Which 11 goalkeepers Have played for Celtic can also played in the English Premier League. That's your teaser tonight. You've got Boric, DeVries, Forster, Gordon, Hart, Hedman, Marshall.
3: Rob Douglas? No. Leicester? No. Nope. I'm out then. Oh,
1: really? Okay. One, two, three. No, you, I think you got. I heard you say one more during the break to Hugh Keevens. I'm sure I did. Come on me What hope have we got When they can't remember the answers That they provided Oh okay, wait, wait Jonathan Gould Yes
3: Did I not say that before No 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 you've, oh, you've... Apologies then Apologies
1: uh, Jonathan Gould Well done Three to get Very difficult ones I must say oh, We're going dear. We're going way back Or quite far back For one we're, we're going pretty far back For them all And certainly think How uh, far back is far back Well when, the English it? Premier League Was 92 92 So anything from 92 onwards Two of them had very Fleeting appearances at Celtic, obviously. Come on, Hugh. Make it to it. Um, maybe get to at the end. I, I, I can. We can never fit in all the talking points on a Monday, Hugh. We, we do our best. We see what the callers want to take us, and, and we try and pick up the rest. If we're talking about Hibbs being in concerning form, Saint Mirren, no wins in eight. Yeah. Not scoring yeah. many, although they did score at the weekend and then gave one away straight afterwards. They were a, a
2: roller coaster fair? of a season. You know, there, there, there have been points in the season when you've been optimistic on their behalf, and now you're pessimistic. Um, nothing will get Jim Goodwin and the players out of this other than their own sweat. They'll need to get a win and hope that it enables them to kick on. Uh, but right now, they're falling into a rut and. You know, they 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 go two down, then they 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 score, and you think optimistic, uh, and then right away they lose a third. So there are problems all over the place. Um, I, but nothing gets you out of it like a result.
3: I heard Jim Goodman was kidney cell because he found out that. Who had tipped them to win the game And that's why their misfortune <laughs> at the weekend Was a full one That's derby. why we
2: got more money for
1: cash for kids though So yeah. every yeah, cloud
3: Absolutely uh, Listen, played against them as well Was really impressed with them Thought they were Thought they were really positive Got a lot of a Really, really good players You look at The likes of McGrath Connor rolling Players that can really hurt you But no wins in eight And they've Quite often you're down in that That table you're, you're trying to look at What's in front of you How many points you've got to catch But they're at the the daunting prospect Of the fact that Every other team In the bottom six Had games in hand So almost It's uh, it's looking a bit bleak For St Milne at the moment Don't, But I do think They have the players To turn it round There's to. a weird thing About this league Andy You know Aberdeen
2: You said uh, That Aberdeen Would definitely make top six And, the, and people had to go at you For it uh, They're in the top six now After going through A run of games Where the Aberdeen fans Wanted Stephen Glass out You've got St Johnston Winners of two mm. cups Last season Yeah uh players have gone and now they've slipped down as well. The yeah. league's not a safe place. It's unpredictable. That's why we love it. Let's finish
1: this teaser. You're looking for three more goalkeepers who played for Celtic and played in the English Premier League. These are quite tough. Anything at all. Mark Kerr? No. <sighs> you mean Stuart Kerr anyway? Stuart no. Kerr oh, It's Mark st- Brown? still wrong. Is that right, Mark Both Brown? wrong. It really doesn't matter. Ah, well. Need clues Play, okay. uh, going way back uh, An Englishman I think maybe late 80s Played for Celtic And Southampton Would have been his team um, Kind of early 90s barely, I think he barely played For Celtic as well Maybe Car- just a few times Carl Muggleton Nah Ian Andrews Oh Shocking oh,
2: Never
1: Hope <laughs> oh, he's not listening uh, Right oh This guy had quite a good story attached Did he not go on loan From Liverpool And then he was pretty much Pitched straight into An old firm game Maybe it was like his second game or something He was He was almost pitched straight in
2: No Initials
1: Late 90s I think TW No I'm sure it was of a significant Old firm game as well I think Celtic maybe one. Not a clue Tony Warner.
3: Oh, oh. Love, he was my goalie coach at Blackpool You're joking <laughs> No, no it's not even joking Oh
1: come on Unbelievable And the last one he was rushing Andy Oh. Chelsea Yep
3: Chelsea
1: can. Um, like t- no no. <laughs> Both sort of close quite Yes Dimitri Karin Thank you Andy Thank you Hugh Thank you callers and listeners alike We're back tomorrow at 6 And Callum Gallagher is up next